It's uh, good to see everyone here and I want to share a word when nothing is everything. When nothing is everything. And I got this word fresh yesterday. It was a busy week and sometimes the Lord speaks to me very clearly and quickly and I know all week what I'm going to uh, preach on. And it just it's just bubbling up on the inside all week. But then sometimes I just get nothing <laughs> until like the day before. And God just kind of drops it in from heaven. And he, he dropped this in uh, late yesterday. And uh, he said that to me when nothing is everything. And I thought, well, nothing's nothing, isn't it? And everything's everything, isn't it? But then as he sort of started to show me things and show me out of the word here, and I'll, I'll show you a little bit of what he gave me, it's really interesting. It's great when God talks to you and shows you things. So when nothing is everything. And so first of all, I want to go to John chapter 1. And this was in the beginning when there actually was kind of nothing. It says, in the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. Now, obviously, this is talking about Jesus. Jesus is the Word of God. Jesus is the Word made flesh. And He was there at the very beginning when God created all things. And this is in the book of, if you don't know, in the Bible. You might be here for the first time. In the book of Genesis, it teaches you all about how God created it says, all things were made through him, and without him, nothing was made that was made. So nothing was made that was made. There was nothing there, and then suddenly God created everything that he wanted to create in those six days, and then he rested on the seventh day. So from nothing, he spoke things into being. He spoke creation. He said, let there be light, and there was light. The Holy Spirit was there. Jesus was there. God was there. The Trinity, three in one. In the beginning, God made all things, okay? Without him, nothing was made. You know, people, all these brilliant scientists are still trying to figure out the beginning of the universe. You know what? Go to the Bible. The answer's there already. The answer is there. Without him, without God, nothing was made that was made. And from that, everything came. Mankind and nature, all these things, the heavens, the earth, the seas, all, all these wonderful things, God created. So from nothing, he made everything that mattered. And, you know, there's, there's many scriptures that talk about this, and it says that what he made, nothing can be added to it. We all think there's new things, but they actually originated way back in the beginning. Wisdom, knowledge, creativity, all those things that come right now and create things that are modern, they were created in the beginning by God. They were downloaded into people from the very beginning. It was there. All those wonderful things. Okay, so God created, but he also took care of his people. And one of the passages that I want to go to is in Nehemiah, when they're talking about how God 
took care, even when his people Israel were disobedient in the wilderness. He took care of them. And I've got a few verses here talking about God. You did not forsake them in the wilderness. In other words, he didn't let them go, even though they were disobedient. You did not forsake them in the wilderness. Now, a wilderness is a place like a desert where there's nothing. It's like a nothing place. You did not forsake them in the wilderness. The pillar of the cloud did not depart from them by day. So he provided a cloud to guide them during the day and to lead them on the road so they could see where they were going. Nor the pillar of fire by night. So they had light, supernatural light from God to show them light and the way that they should go. So they wouldn't get lost, they wouldn't wander off. And that fire and the light at night also kept the wild animals away to protect them. So God didn't just create, but he protected his people, even when they were disobedient. You know, it's like a parent loves their child when they're naughty. You don't like what they do, but you still love them <laughs> because they're your kids, okay? So God took care in the wilderness. It says, you also gave your good spirit to instruct them. So they had physical health, physical um, guidance, but they also had spiritual guidance. Mm -hmm. You also gave your good spirit to instruct them, to speak to them, teach them and lead them, especially the leaders, Moses. And did not withhold your manna from their mouth, the food. And you gave them water for their thirst. So he provided food and water for them as well. In the wilderness, in the place where there was nothing. For how long? For 40 years. <laughs> 40 years. 40 years you sustained them in the wilderness. You lacked nothing. Their clothes did not wear out and their feet did not swell. And it also says in another passage that there was no sickness among them. That is amazing. 40 years in a place where there seemed to be nothing and yet God provided everything they needed. Food, water, health. Their clothes didn't wear out and their feet didn't swell. And it says their shoes didn't wear out either. Has anyone got a pair of shoes on that you've been wearing for 40 years? No, they wear out pretty fast, don't they? So even though it seemed they had nothing, they actually had everything. They had everything they needed. Sometimes we feel like we're in a wilderness and we've got nothing. But you know what? We've got everything we need when we've got the Lord. We've got everything we need when we've got Him. So let's go to what Jesus said, talking about nothing. This was talking to his disciples. Jesus answered and said to them, Most assuredly, I say to you, the Son can do nothing of himself, but what he sees the Father do. For whatever he does, the Son also does in like manner. This is Jesus He's been doing miracles and signs and wonders and all these amazing things. And the disciples are saying, well, how did you do this? How is this possible? And he says, actually, I can't do anything of myself. 
but what I hear my father say and what I hear and see him do, that's what I do. That's what I do. So even though he says basically I can't do, I do nothing, I can do nothing, he's basically saying, but with God, with the Father, I can do everything. And that's like us sometimes. We think that we can do nothing of ourselves. We feel weak. We feel very fragile sometimes. We might feel old. We might feel grumpy. We might feel left behind. We might feel like we're out of sync and we don't know the answers. We feel like we can do nothing of ourselves. But what's God telling us? What's God saying to us? What's he doing? What does he do in his word? What do we see? We have everything we need through him, just like Jesus said. So Jesus said, of myself I can do nothing, except I can do everything with the Father. And then in John 15, he said this to the disciples, I'm the vine and you are the branches. He who abides in me, neither whoever's connected to me, and I in him, we have that connection, okay, bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. So same thing. Jesus is saying you can't do anything in your own strength. You can't be fruitful and successful, truly successful, unless you have him. So everything that we do should be through him because we have that connection abiding in him and he in us not going our own way but following him that vine and branches is connected like that you can't actually separate them so he's saying without me you can do nothing there's a lot of people who think they're doing great things great things and it may seem that way but actually it amounts to nothing unless it's been orchestrated by God okay what else did Jesus say when he sent these disciples out on their mission trip this is what he said to them behold I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you so he's saying, nothing can hurt you. In other words, everything's going to be okay. Nevertheless, do not rejoice enough in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. So they're about to go out on a trip, a missions trip, and serve the Lord. And then he's saying, look, nothing's going to hurt you. They must have been feeling fearful. They must have feel, felt a bit anxious. They might have felt a bit excited. Who knows? But he's saying nothing's going to hurt you. Everything is going to be okay. But then he's saying, even if you have an awesome time on this trip, that's not really what matters. What really matters is that your names are written in heaven. Nothing that you do or say or experience can be compared to everything that awaits you in heaven. Okay, sometimes we focus too much on the earthly things and we forget about the things of heaven. 
You know, Jesus said the flesh profits nothing. The flesh profits nothing. But the spirit profits everything. So he's saying, keep your focus. Keep your focus, okay? He said that in John 6. It's the spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. Nothing of your flesh, nothing of self, nothing of this world profits anything. But he says, the words that I speak to you, their spirit and their life. It's not what the world says. It's not what your flesh says. That's nothing. But what God says and what his word says is everything is life. The spirit and their life is everything. So that's why we need to know the will of God and the word of God for our lives. Because otherwise we can chase things that amount to nothing. Okay? What else did Jesus say? This was after the disciples had been trying to cast out a demon. And he said, they said, why didn't it work? Why didn't it work? And Jesus said to them, because of your unbelief. For assuredly, I say to you, if you have faith, if you have faith as a mustard seed, in other words, just a little bit of faith, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move. In other words, this big problem, it's like a mountain, this big problem, this big sickness, this big challenge, this big issue, when you speak to it with faith, by the power of God, it will move. And nothing will be impossible for you. Nothing will be impossible for you. If nothing is impossible for you because of the faith that you have, being led by the Lord, then everything is possible. Nothing will be impossible, therefore everything is possible. Awesome, awesome. What else did the Lord say? Actually, Paul said it very well in Philippians talking about nothing. Be anxious for nothing. Be anxious for no thing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. What is he saying there? Be anxious about nothing. Therefore, we should have peace in everything. And you think, wow, how is that possible? How is that possible? To have the peace of God guarding my heart, guarding my mind. How can I have peace in everything? We have so many things going on. You know, just when everything seems to be going okay, you get a big bill that comes. You get something go wrong with your car. You know, suddenly you have to find another place to live. Things come up and it tries to steal your peace. But here he's saying, you can have peace in everything and be anxious for nothing. How? When you bring it to the Lord in prayer. When you bring it to the Lord in prayer with thanksgiving. When you come and pray, you don't go, oh God, I've got all these problems. Is this happening? Is that happening? He knows what's happening. <laughs> it says he sees everything. There's nothing that God doesn't see. 
He knows what's going on in our lives. So we come with prayer, but we come with thanksgiving. Lord, you know my situation, but I thank you that you're God. You're bigger than all this. You can shift things. You can move things. You can touch people's hearts. You can block things. You can do whatever you want. You're God. Thank you, Lord, that I can come to you. I know you. I thank you. There's nothing impossible for you. So be anxious for nothing, but have peace in everything because we are connected to the Lord okay what else does the Bible say about nothing this is interesting too uh, this is Paul talking to the Corinthian church they were they had great gifts and talents and they were flowing in the spirit but he says this to them though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge and though I have all faith so I could remove mountains and I have not love I am nothing you know sometimes when people have great gifts and talents they think hey I'm really something <laughs> but he's saying actually if you don't have love if you have pride and you don't have humility if you're doing this for people to look at you and go, wow, he's amazing, she's amazing. No, he's saying you're nothing if you have all these things, but you're not doing it with an attitude of love. Okay? It's not about us. It's all about him. And then he says, and though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, I'm very generous. I feed the poor. Though I give my body to be burned, I made the ultimate sacrifice, but have not love. It profits me nothing. So he says, I am nothing. Now he's saying, it profits me nothing. Now, why are we doing these things? Why? Is it all about you? Is it all about attention seeking? Is it all about meeting a need in you? Or is it for the others. Why are you doing these things? He's saying basically examine your heart. So he's saying it's all about love. Whatever we do should be done out of a heart of love. And the last one that I want to go to is in 1 Timothy chapter 6. Now godliness with contentment is great gain. For we brought nothing into this world, and it's certain we can carry nothing out. And having food and clothing, with these we shall be content. Wow. That's quite a, <coughs> quite a dramatic statement. We brought nothing into this world, and we can carry nothing out. He's talking about material things. He's talking about things of substance. Brought nothing into this world, carry nothing out. If you've got food and clothes, be content with that. You've got everything you need. You know, of course there's other things in life that we pursue. Place to live, shelter, those sort of things. Education. These things matter, but they're not the most important things. Okay? These things will remain here. What can we take when we go? We brought nothing in, but we can take 
something out. What can we take out? We can take out souls for the kingdom. You can't carry them. They're not tangible. But they are spiritual and they are real. They are real. These are the things that we need to be pursuing. What matters to God and what has eternal value. These are, this is everything. The things of this world count basically as nothing. They're basics. They're basics for life. So really what matters to, to the Lord is what should matter to us. If it means nothing to him, it should mean nothing to us. If it means everything to him, it should mean everything to us. Thank you, Lord. Father, we just thank you for your word tonight. Lord, we thank you that you lead us and guide us. Everything that you give to us is not a basic, it's a bonus. What really matters in this world is not what matters to you. Lord, what we do in this world is get ready for eternity. We're preparing for eternity. Lord, you save us. We surrender to you. We serve you with the calling that you have for us. There's nothing else that really matters. That is everything. You created us for the high and a holy calling. Help us to let go of those things that amount to nothing and to take hold of those things which mean everything to you. Lord, we just bless you tonight. We thank you. Thank you that you made everything wonderful. Thank you that you took care of every need for the children of Israel, even when they were disobedient. Lord, that gives us hope for ourselves. Thank you, Lord, that you did everything that you saw the Father do. Thank you, Lord, that we can do fruitful things as well. Help us to be led by the Spirit and not fulfill the lusts of the flesh. Help us, Lord, to be at peace in everything. Not anxious, but at peace. And let all that we do be done in love so that it profits us greatly and extend your wonderful kingdom. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Okay, everyone. Have an awesome week. If anyone needs prayer, I want to pray with you tonight. Otherwise, say hi to somebody. And be safe. Be well. In Jesus' name. Goodbye, everyone online. See you on Zoom on Thursday night. <laughs>